0: Welcome to Cafecito with Rosie On Air, where you'll get to know local professionals, entrepreneurs, movers, and shakers, and how they're helping their community. Hear exclusive interviews from thriving individuals, get inspired, and learn from them. And now, your host, author, speaker, commissioner, Medicare broker, business owner, published author, and business trailblazer, Rosie Paulson.
1: Welcome to another show of Cafecito with Rosie on Air, where I feature local business owners, who they are, what they do, and how they help the community. However, I am honored that this time I am going internationally because my next guest is actually from Hawaii. Her name is Grace Howe, Grace is grateful to be inspiring leaders locally, nationally, and internationally through her speaking, writing, and educational programs. She is a co-author of several best-selling books, Build It Big, More Build It Big, and Mom Entrepreneur Extraordinaire. Grace is a certified coach with the Worldwide Association of Business Coaches, certified business coach, Um, that's WABC and CBC and she has more than 21 years of experience as a business owner, facilitator, and a professional speaker. She recently received the honor of being named the National Advocate of the Year for Working Mothers and Outstanding Mothers of the Year by the American Long Association. Grace, thank you for being here today. How are you, my friend?
0: Oh, my goodness. Rosie, thank you so much for the for the introduction as well as the invitation. I am so well and excited to be here with you.
1: Awesome. Well, this first few minutes of the show, I, I want people to get to know who the person is. So who is Grace? Have you been married? Are you married? You have children? Where do you live? Um, are you from a different background? Who is Grace?
0: Yes. I am a wife of one and the mother of eight children. Uh, Yes. And um, oh my goodness, my background. I have been serving organizations for over 21 years. I am Native American, Indian, French, and Hawaiian. And I have... Um, I've had that privilege of living here in Hawaii for many years. I like to say to people, if you could work anywhere and live anywhere, might as well live in paradise. So that's, that's a little bit about me. And I love that I can have a rewarding and fulfilling family life and a thriving career. I always like to tell people, you don't you don't have to choose one over the other. You can have both.
1: Mm-hmm. You can have both, awesome, yes, yes. And oh my God, Grace. So as you came through in your realization that you want to be this amazing um, a speaker and, and writer, how did you come to realize that that was what you wanted to do?
0: Oh, cause such a great question! I did not want to be a speaker. Actually, <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst thing people could do to me uh, when I would go to an event, or that uh, something that our organization would put on. I would basically welcome people. I was the welcoming committee, and that was about the extent of it. So, welcome. We're so honored to have you here. And we look forward to um, pouring into your lives and that and that was it. And I was rushing off the stage uh-huh. until someone said to me, Grace, people, people share their knowledge, their wisdom, their expertise. People speak to you and they're they feel comfortable mm-hmm. to share things with you. And it's almost like you're being selfish, Grace. And I was like, What are you talking about? They're like, they I think they knew Rosie where where it would. Um, hurt me the most I guess and and so they said yeah you're selfish you're holding back these ideas and these insights by not speaking and mm-hmm. so I pondered that for a bit and realized how can I make speaking or teaching or mentorship how can I make it about the value it will bring to another person mm-hmm. versus the temporary fears I'm feeling in the moment or the discomfort and so that is what propelled this twenty-one year journey, and it's taking me all over the world to be able to bring value to lives, families, um, and corporations mm-hmm. on pretty much a daily basis.
1: Right, and I'm so glad that you do that because I know that one of the things that I chose early on my career, it, once I understood that. Um, I come from a background where my parents are very, uh, and i to say, I want to say pessimistic, but more than anything, they don't trust too much. They miss, they they distrust everything and everyone and the process and everything. So I grew up to that, and understanding that I can make a choice to believe the best of people, the best that people are in their heart, and that if that calls, if that cause me to be called that I am a naive person, I wanna be that naive person for the rest of my life, right? Because I want to expect the best out of humanity. If I wanna choose an expectation, it will be to always understand that people are always looking for, from their heart to do the best they can with the information they have at that moment, right? But I make that choice. so communicating and understanding and pass that through them is very important to me um, but as being in, in, in a leader position sometimes uh, my downfall is i don't listen enough and you with the class that you that you taught us and that you help us you really focus on how to do uh, to uh, connect with people to have empathy and really understand the person from where they're coming from without having that um, history of your background, where you put that as the introduction, which that creates that barrier because you're expecting people to behave the way you behave because of your experience, but they don't have that experience. So in that part, and that aspect, communication and empathy, how has that been so important and how has that been helpful all this time, all so these 21 years for corporation and individuals?
0: Yes, such a great question. I think when, when we are listening, we're learning. If we're only talking, we're, we're sharing and imparting the knowledge that we already carry, the, the insight that we already possess. And so I am constantly a student and one way of being a great student is to create space for others to think out loud. I had this phenomenal conversation with the CEO of the Worldwide Association of Business Coaches. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I shared with her was that, you know, how what what an opportunity we have as individuals to tap into the creative genius every single day of a person, their, their insights, their, their wisdom, their experience, their expertise. And we get to hear that, uh, every single day. So meeting people where they're at, holding them whole and complete is a philosophy that we live by as coaches, also creating sacred space. So we're not here to gather this insight and then go and share share it with others um, specifically about this person. It's almost like a woman said to me, Grace, I enjoy speaking to, with you because I know you're a vault. You will, you will, um, you will not go on and, and speak about what I've, I've um, shared with you in confidence. Mm -hmm. So listening, we won't know what to ask. Mm -hmm. We won't know what, um, what this person is is looking for what's important to them, what their values are, what their priorities are, unless we gather some insight from them.
1: Right, 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 right. And this is very, very important um, of things to remember. And it's actually in the class that you were sharing, um, it's the uh, questions, right? The who, the what, the when, the where, and the how, To be able to open those lines of communication, how do you use this to be able to uh, connect with people that you are teaching or having a conversation with?
0: Yes. Well, questions are the answers. So keeping that in mind, questions are the answers. Also, uh, when I'm on the phone with someone or in person with someone, I'll ask them, How can I bring value to you today? What is most important that you'd like to be certain we discuss with the time that we have, how can we maximize it to serve you best? So this is all others focused. This is where we um we hold the or shine the light on the person that we're with or that we're connecting and communicating with. And this is a way to, um, to get, to get to the heart of why they're calling or get to the heart of, of the, the reason for your call. So for example, when I'm going to to speak with someone, I'll share with them instantaneously. I want to um I'm calling to connect for some, for two specific reasons. I want to ensure that this is a convenient time for us to touch base. um, Or I want to ensure that this is a good time for you. Uh, Not, uh, not, um, Not not too broad, exactly. I want to get to the point quickly because people people are running these days. And if they don't know why you're calling or the reason you're calling, and I'd like to share with them I'm calling to connect with you, catch up with what you've been up to, and number two, to share a little bit about where we're at and -hmm. what we were thinking about when it comes to your organization and and how we could serve you best at, at this particular time in your in your company.
1: Yeah, and that I think is so important because, again, taking that one-to-one, and this is so important. So uh, connecting with somebody and do that one-to-one, you really are saying you are important to me um, that I can stop what I'm doing and we can have this time where I'm going to solely dedicate to you. And then make sure that you're there on time, because again, that tells people that you value that time that you have with them. And also be present, right? Put your phone away and things like that. So these are key questions to make sure that the the one-to-one or the meeting that you're having with this person is effective and that you have exactly what you're going to accomplish with that meeting and like you say why are you calling for because we are we all have busy lives and this is the way to be more effective and have a, a more impact on our time by having exactly what we're going to be talking about and what we're going to discuss that. Now, did that come easily for you to understand this thing? So was that something that you kind of needed to, to uh, work on yourself?
0: Oh, my goodness. I have been consistently curious and eager to learn for most of my life. Mm-hmm. So being able to, I think, really growing the confidence that, reaching out to another person that people actually want to hear from me. I think that was the biggest key. I, I thought always thought initially in the infancy of my business that, oh, if people wanted to speak with me, they would call me. And, and in reality, that's not the case. It, what I think has contributed greatly to our success is this willingness to be vulnerable, to pick up the phone, whether we have an appointment or not, and to create connection. Simply calling because I, I care or because I'd like to bring value to people, not waiting for them to reach out. That's a reactive approach in in business, whereas a proactive approach is, is to to be in sight and in mind to stay connected with people, to follow up, you know, in these conversations that I'm having, it's also the preparation for a meeting or a connection as well. It could be, all right, what am I noticing about this person that I could bring forward in our conversation? Something that I could acknowledge them for. Another thought that I consider is what will be one question that I'm committed to asking them? So I can ask them if I have one One opportunity to ask one question that will serve them and what we're looking, what we could collectively accomplish. What could that question be? Third is, is what is my one statement? What is the one thing that I want to be sure to share or to impart with this person? What information am I, or value, specific value am I going to bring to them? And then the fourth thing I ponder is what is my invitation? So what's next beyond this conversation? What are our next steps? What what um, what would I like to include them on? What could I invite them to next? So those are things that I ponder in advance of the conversation. Also, when somebody else is scheduling the call and they'd like to speak with me, I like to ask them in advance, how can I best prepare for our conversation so that I bring with me what's most important to you or what you're looking for? This creates efficiency, and I found that it accelerates decisions Mm -hmm. when I'm speaking with a prospect or a a probable client.
1: Perfect, and that is awesome. That is awesome because, again, um, our our lives and our purpose – Um, is to bring value to other people, right? And when you're sure about what the value is that you bring to others, then it's very effective to be able to um, uh, determine if that person is a uh, a possible client or is a person that you perhaps not the best fit to work with. And it's okay, not everyone is your client, as uh, many people might have that misunderstanding. Um, you will work better with your ideal client and knowing who that is and what you bring to the table will make that decision easier for you and that way more effective and your communication and your time with the person will be fully um. It will be used to the fullest uh, for both for beneficial for both parties. So it is uh, it is a great great um, uh, way to look at things. Now you also mentioned the day that we uh, met. That um, the way around when people also because if you are a leader and you are a business owner, they think you can you can bring solutions to everything but sometimes then you really (laughs) do not want to get involved with that situation, A, because really the reality is you don't have the time for it, but also you don't have the knowledge. So I know that you can um, kind of point gently people into a different direction when you are not equipped to handle what they're looking for. So share a little bit more about that um, kind of like, making sure that what you are not equipped to do, you can kind of, in a graceful way and kind way, um, tell the person you're not able to help them with that.
0: Uh, Yes. So a gracious, a gracious um, no. (laughs) A gracious noise. Yes, is that, that's what I'm hearing, Rosie. So um, there's a few things that I'm thinking about when somebody comes to to me that's looking for answers or mentorship. Sometimes when people are looking to us for all the answers, when they get the answer from us, the next time they're looking for an answer, who do they want to call? They often want to call us and they will either agree or disagree with what we are sharing they'll either do it or not do it the the distinction is is that when i give the answer i own the answer When I create a space for the person I'm speaking with to determine their own answers, they will agree with it. They will love it. They were more likely to follow through on it and they own it. Mm -hmm. So creating a space for people to initiate solution oriented thinking. So for example, there's always a solution Mm -hmm. where, um, I, I like um, the book that Marie Forleo recently wrote on everything is outable. It we and creating a space to ask people questions versus always have the answers. If we always have the answers, that can disempower people and slow down the process. We can become the gatekeeper of information, versus p- initiating a question that, so now they're in, they're looking for the answer, they're looking for the solution. And so simply asking them, what options are available to you? Uh, What are some of, what are some of the possible ways to resolve this? What have you done in the past when things like this have come forward? So rather than rushing in to give the answer, rushing in to deliver the question, people are more likely to reject to or or disagree or or ponder for lengths of time our answers versus welcome and invite their own
1: Right. <laughs> yeah all right awesome and you know i recently kind of helped us uh, use that uh, situation through somebody that was um uh, that we connected in another, um, in another uh, uh, um, leadership position. It had nothing to do with business, but she felt the concern that as a business owner, I needed to, um, um, I guess, um, I needed to let people know what was happening in her personal life and i i uh, and she made it a point to even comment it on my social media page at my business and i kind of very kindly um um send her a, a message and i say i totally understand and i hear your problem however that is not what my expertise will be able to help you so i really honestly feel that you can find um the answer uh, yourself, I'm just, you just need to look in in it yourself. What do you think? Um, how do you think uh, will be a great solution for your situation? How how will you approach it, uh, and who will be the person that you need to reach out to? So, in a kind way, I kind of like diverted the the thing, still with compassion and still with kindness. Um, but the reality is, I'm not equipped to deal with what she was needing. My um, my, my, what she was uh, commenting, but because we had been in a leadership position, she thought she can bring everything to the table. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry, but that part is not something I'll be able to help you. So it was a really great tool that I use with somebody that that needed my help, but that not my expertise were not equipped for those. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, Grace, because it was really a way to listen to what she was saying, but at the same time, understanding that I'm not gonna be the person that was able to help her, so.
0: Yes, oh, Rosie, I love that. And even thanking them. Thank you for the having the confidence to, to bring this forward to me, and. So when mm-hmm. and builds bridges, but builds barriers and my expertise is in this this and this so whatever your expertise is in i'm wondering who do you know or what resources are available to you to access this expertise so what i'm sharing with them is is this is what i excel in this is this is something that you definitely could turn to me for and i'm wondering who else in your space or or um or you could um, look, you know, access online that has an expertise in this area. I think it's important to share what you do and what they could look to you for, and then how to go out and access other resources that that um, that are not your expertise. So, Rosie, I loved how you addressed that. Yes, thank you.
1: No, and using your skill. Thank you for that. Those tools. And Grace, we're coming kind of close to the end of the show. So can you tell me, please, how can people find you?
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes. So I am on Instagram at uh, BellaGrace. Uh, Excuse me bellagrace.how, H-A-O. I am also, my contact information I think is going to be in the body of the show. You can email me, grace at coachwithgrace.com. I would love to hear from you. Please let me know that you saw me on the the Rosie show. I would love that. I'm so excited to be here with you, Rosie Paulson, and I think I think so highly of you. You have such great energy everywhere you go. You lit up the room I was in and I'm looking forward to seeing you again while I'm in Tampa.
1: Awesome. And I'm looking forward to that. Definitely, Grace. And my friends, to close this show, I want to read this quote. By starting the day with love for yourself, you will be able to love others too. Finding your purpose will help you persist persevere, and pivot into a thriving, successful, and profitable business. But it's the discipline, the mindset to get what you want that will get you there. But remember, you are living this temporary life, and you just don't want to survive. You want to thrive in this this, um, temporary life. I'm closing with this quote. Nothing great in the world has ever been accomplished without passion. Once you find your why, that will be the passion to get you to where you want to be. So, my friends, thank you again for listening to this amazing show, for the amazing individuals that have taken out of their busy times to come and share and partake with us. My friends, stay pure, stay positive, and then stay inspired. This is Rosie Paulson. Ciao.
0: You just enjoyed another episode of Cafecito with Rosie on air. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and visit www.rosiepalson.com to learn
1: more about Rosie Paulson Enterprises. Stay pure. Stay positive. Stay inspired.